0: folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Hello. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? And we are your hosts the, the, of the third best comedy podcast <laughs> on Earth.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: Wow. Earth's a pretty big, there's a lot of podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And to be number three in the, in the U.S. On this globe? Not just the U.S., the world. I mean, it's yeah. humbling.
2: Don't you guys feel humbled? Like just yeah. rever- like bowled over by it.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's grumbling too. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was a little late to the pod here today and I have to tell you why. So you saw that uh, the viewer saw or the listener saw that we posted a picture of Bart Simpson the other day. It was from niece of the podcast. Tig Hanford mm-hmm. made that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She drew it herself. I think she said she paused a, a YouTube clip and drew it from that, which I thought was pretty good. <laughs> wow. I told her when we posted it, that we were going to post it. And she was excited about that. So she called me just now and asked uh, how it was doing. And (laughs) (laughs) So what are the numbers like? What what are we dealing with? I said, I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You did really well. And she said, I said, "Uh, Twitter, you got 173. And she says, hold on. I got to go to write this down. And she (laughs) ran into a room. (laughs) (laughs) I had explained that I'm on a time crunch here, and I'm (laughs) going to get a little late for the podcast. So she went to her room and uh i was like but instagram was uh 636 she's like whoa hold on so she's writing like instagram i said like, how do you spell instagram and she's like what do you put for that and i said uh just uh uh insta write that and she's like okay and then she wrote all of instagram and spelled it wrong and we had to go through that for a little bit and then yeah it was just back and forth but it, she was like wow i was like that's pretty good she's like yeah that's pretty good all right well thanks <laughs> She's taking Man, down her,
2: the numbers. Teague's uh, yeah. relationship to the, the internet is like kind like, uh, <laughs> sort of like my yeah. parents. Sort like a phone call to find out how something's doing on social media and then write it down with a pencil.
3: Actually, I think my brother had maybe showed her Twitter because when I told her the Twitter number, she's like, yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> See, Tig is an artist, though. She doesn't need to be concerned with, like, the metrics so much as just getting Bart Simpson's butt cheeks just so. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's just funny to me to think, like, I'm assuming that was just on a loose piece of, like, computer paper that's now just she's got. (laughs) It's not in any type of book. Oh, that that thing's on the fridge, baby. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, maybe.
2: I mean, those numbers at some point might need to be updated, too.
3: Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll keep keep her... uh, a breast.
0: She get her some ticker I mean, tape. Look, I don't want to speak too soon, but we haven't done a t shirt in a while. Okay.
2: It'd <laughs> be pretty good. Fashion is back in style. That's
3: that's a good one. And the proceeds will go to her college fund.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's Harvard. That's a
3: great idea.
0: <laughs> Harvard. <laughs> Hart, only.
3: only. If she doesn't get in, we give the money back. Isn't there an Instagram account called Bootleg Bart? Uh yeah, or a website or something. Huh. I've mm. seen something of that. Um, any around. minute now, they'll be plucking it up.
2: I love that bootleg Bart t-shirt that says, don't have a box new. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Instead Are of you? don't have a cow man. <laughs> the translation.
3: <laughs> don't have a box new. That's true.
2: But yeah, I mean, I try not to have a box new.
3: Yeah. yeah. I think uh, on on Bart's
0: request. Hey, can we, uh, can we address one little thing before we go into booze news? Oh boy. Yep. Michael with the haircut looking oh, fresh looking. Yeah, okay. This is
3: a hey, good look. Thank you very much. Oh my
2: goodness!
3: I got my uh, I got my haircut at a place with a pun name. It was called Shear something. <laughs> I forget what it was. Mm-hmm. I needed a haircut, and I said, uh, "It's." I got an open day here Saturday. Nothing's going on. Look at me go. I walk in. <laughs> this lady cuts my hair, and she kept. You know, she was like uh, doing a good job, but she kept like cutting the back a little bit, and I, I like nodded, and she was like, "That's good, okay." Because if a person doesn't tell me, I will keep cutting forever. We can't get it back. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't like that uh, when when uh, a haircutter gets chatty, and then they just sort of go into autopilot and keep cutting and keep yeah, cutting yeah. and keep
3: cutting. We weren't chatting. It was it was very difficult to like understand <laughs> each other with the masks on. Uh-huh.
2: It's a lot of pressure for a stylist when when someone with long hair. Like I feel like like you or these days Jeff with the long hair. I feel hmm. like you go you go into a barbershop and you sit down and it, it it kind of throws them for a loop because they're like okay, you've got long hair. I'm going to go shorter than it is but not all mm-hmm. the way to I'm not breaking out the shears and doing the clippers like I do with Tim Kalpakis. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to find I've, some sort of middle ground and get snippy.
3: Anytime I've gone into a, a you know barber a, a salon or something there's usually a short conversation about what the plan is
2: <laughs> I, but, but I, know, <laughs> I know that you communicate and hey that's great that you're you're talking it through communication but is you know what key. I mean about men's haircuts yeah most most styles of men's haircuts are short or long and when you're a long hair guy going in for a haircut that barber doesn't know what they're gonna hear they're, yeah right. You know, it's my I, view. I do
3: a lot of I do a lot of I like the length just clean it up which usually translates into a shorter haircut but right. they're not going like cuz they Shave always go the a little too far
0: right yeah. now mike also you it's a little bit of a mullet kind of which i don't when, like. when you cut your get your haircut shorter cuz i i sort of see you with two different haircuts mm mm-hmm. mhm Tim, you know what I'm talking about. There's sort of like shorter hair mic and then longer hair mic. But yeah. you don't maintain either. You go <laughs> short and you let it grow to long and then you cut it short and you let <laughs> yeah, it grow yeah. to long. So you sort of plan on like a nice three and a half inches coming in.
3: Well, uh, <laughs> Je- were well, we still talking about my haircut, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> like you in the bedroom. <laughs> hey. the bedroom. Hey, you plan on three and a half inches coming in? <laughs> Uh, I was just leaving. You know. um, what was I saying? Yeah, the haircut. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think she probably took all told a inch and a half off.
2: Whew. This is a good, Maybe. good cut, Mike. You look like thank you. peak Kevin Costner.
3: Woo! Wow! Huge compliment! Huge compliment for that. I'm guy.
2: talking Bull Durham, hear. baby. <laughs> Tin cup. Woo! <laughs> the postman. <laughs> the postman himself, Bull Durham, and Robin Hood. Ooh, Prince of Thieves, not... No. Men um, in tights. Men in tights, no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there was another Robin Hood that came out like three years ago with uh, Eggsy from Kingsman, which I love. Eggsy. and uh, <laughs> I think it like was the worst movie ever made, so they say. I think Hollywood uh wildly
0: overestimates the appeal of <laughs> Robin Hood and Peter Pan.
2: They're always doing Ooh, Peter Pan. I never cared of Peter Pan. You know what I bet it is?
3: I bet it You know how like Sony or Fox Sony or Fox has to make a, a Spider-Man movie every yeah. bunch of years or else they, they lose, lose the their rights, rights to it.
0: Well, really? That's the same deal. That's
2: why we get so many of the fucking Peter Parker. That,
3: that that was the deal
0: way back like during the Tobies and the um the Gar- garfields mm. they they might have renegotiated now that spider-man's a cash cow did
3: you see the new spider-man
0: yes no did you like it uh yeah i i mean i liked it i still have the same problem with it that i got with a lot of the marvel stuff
3: mm. did you uh i saw it, yeah i, I actually I took the uh the nephews and niece to it and my mom was with us too and uh I was like trying to explain some stuff to her and she was she was so like he's a and I didn't, I don't know a lot of that stuff either. I was like okay and she was laughing at how like complicated it was like and they're like we need to get the black crystal from this universe and she was like yeah that's funny.
0: This movie assumes a, a deep familiarity with many yeah. Spider-Man movies.
3: <laughs> yeah. I had to explain I was like those are other spider mans from other movies that actually existed before this. Oh.
0: Oh, 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 oh.
3: But I will say all the little, all the comedy yeah. in the in the movie worked yeah. for my mom. She loved it. Mm.
0: Oh Great. 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 <laughs> um a little weepy, I would say this movie. Long at the end and long. Long getting out. Um did you hear you know what uh, Jack Nicholson's uh take was on Return of the King?
2: What? Was Return have, of the King? Have you, you heard this? Um Lord of the Rings 3?
0: Yeah. Oh, Elijah oh. Wood ran into Nicholson in the bathroom after, after the screening for Return of the
2: King. Uh-huh. And, and they were like, what do you think? And he was like, ah, too many endings, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that movie really is an hour of endings. So yeah. Nicholson knows his film.
3: <laughs> well, he's, but he's been in but,
2: a I always think it's weird with these, especially with superhero movies and stuff like the number one critique of movies, right? Even when people are wrong. The number one thing people say is this movie was too long, or I got bored because the movie's too long. And then the studio, it's like, the, do you know the, why they do it? Why streaming?
0: It does better internationally. Longer movies
3: do inter- better internationally.
0: Yes, for whatever reason. Like, uh, so that's oh, why my. all those like big blockbustery movies are all like two forty five. Interesting. If we could yeah. so crack the code on in the international countries... market, I bet we
3: do much better.
0: They're just yeah. trying to
2: kill more time in a movie, I guess, or or yeah. their movies are they're used to longer movies. Mm-hmm. I just think it's funny. If you're usually you're like trying to keep the budget down, and the easiest way to cut a hundred million dollars from a budget would be to lose half an hour of film. Yeah. But it's this international market. <laughs> of course. Damn. How are how are the sloppy boys doing internationally?
3: That's what I was <laughs> just saying. We gotta figure this out a little better.
2: Not so good, too. So
3: we had <laughs> Only one of us knew this whole thing about the the movies.
0: Well, I know we got um, one person in Australia oh, and one person yep. we got, and we got Miranda in uh, the UK. London, England.
2: I, I hopped on a Zoom with some of our uh, Patreon patrons recently, I and I heard accents from around the globe.
0: Really? Yep. Wow. Must have been like Epcot Center in there, huh?
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Like the small world ride. <laughs> <laughs> well... You know what I don't like about the Discord? Uh, the the Discord has their own whole thing, right? And maybe yeah. we should save this for the blowout, but I'm going to sound off. They're <laughs> always like, oh, come on, join the Discord. Uh, we're doing a Zoom. We're doing a Zoom room. And then I look at the screen grabs, and there's always one or two people sleeping on there.
2: <laughs> so how exciting can this thing be? Well, that's because they go, I think they go all night. They're, they're maniacs. And if you main pod listeners don't know, Discord it's like a, your private little Reddit just for talking about the Sloppy Boys. And it's very <laughs> cool. And if you subscribe to our Patreon, you get access to it. But it's a whole world. Like, they've become such friends like they don't care about the sloppy boys anymore on there and and when they're on their zooms i hop in like hey everybody it's me from the pod they don't give a <laughs> flying fuck they, I they they're like they exchange gifts and they they're involved in each other's lives there's real friendships it's bigger than some stupid booze podcast
3: they a bunch of a bunch of the uh patrons came to the to the uh chicago show and like had never met each other before in in real life
2: Whew. Yeah, they did Secret Santa where they mailed gifts to each other. Really?
3: Somebody should do a documentary on. Yeah, and th- hey, and that's not to say if you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to be a patron, and now it feels like, oh, that's all right, its own thing. They bring people in all the time. I've seen it happen before. It's a
2: very welcoming community, except for us. If we try to get in there, they kind of boot us out. Yes,
3: yeah. uh, not a lot of people like me in there, and they've let me know somebody. Oh, on Twitter the other day, somebody, you know, right before where we posted the shrub. Uh, the New York shrub, which calls for mm-hmm. balsamic vinegar mm-hmm. Vinaigrette, no vinegar And, uh, you know, somebody wrote Oh, uh, I can't wait to see What at Mike Hanford, how he struggles With the balsamic, well guess what? I did it pretty damn well and I uh, I enjoyed the drink <laughs> oh, Damn Tell him, Mike
2: <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny thing to be Angrily yelling that you enjoyed a nice cocktail <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was just delicious in perfect balance It's not
3: so funny to me, Tim Oh, I'll yeah, tell you. I had another.
0: I had another big one of those after the pod, did because uh, Mookie came over. Little Mookie, and B? I said, "Hey, let me make you a shrub." Oh yeah, and then uh, so I <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I'll make myself uh, another large shrub as well." Mm. And oh boy, <laughs> they're spicy and they get on top of you. I'll tell you that.
2: Ooh-wee. They're spicy, but they're not so nicey after <laughs> that's a while. Right. They'll get you. <laughs> oh, they'll get you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's that's pretty good for uh, shit
2: chat, right? That's good for the episode. I say, fade out. (laughs) That's our show. Check us out online with Lobby Boys. (laughs) Give it up for your boy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, seeing us through all the way to the end. You you
2: know what I wanted to mention? Um, I'll say it up top so then people can keep it in mind at Mm. the end. But Mike, you Mm. you were saying you you get some flack from people and you wanted to set something straight. I I haven't gotten Mm. flack about this, but I just want to preemptively say, if anyone out there thinks that I can't write a good counter melody on the organ, <laughs> listen to the song at the end of our show, yeah. and, and you, that's me on organ going, doo doo, boo doo doo. and it's pretty cool. So eat so, shit. So shut up ahead of time. Just in case. Oh, y'all. And with
0: that. Yeah, let's get into some. Be dee, be, be, be. Hit it. <laughs>
1: there once was a show from three men three the theme of the show was a little boozy the news lift up and drinks if down no blow full of body boys blow <gasps> soon may the sloppy boys come to sing a fan of whiskey and rum one day when the nursing is done we'll share a final thoughts with thee. would these. you call me
3: crazy if i said it had a tobacco finish Yeah, I would. Uh, Mike <clears throat> down from the yellow bird tree
0: I'm scoping the chickens. Just checking them out. Real cool.
3: Yeah. I'm <laughs> clapping.
1: <laughs> it's booze News, you shanty dogs.
3: <laughs> okay. Wow. Was that an a ridge? Was
2: that 100 gags? Yeah. <laughs> I wish. That was uh slobhead Nick Andrews. And if you have a booze News theme, send it to the Sloppy Boys podcast at gmail.com.
3: <laughs> Where do you think Andrews is from? That sounded like a... Uh... Sounded like he's from the the seven seas.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah sea shanty kind of thing. Um, Damn. Damn. I, that also had a little... Uh, something about that sea shady thing gives me this Eastern European flair. Mm. Like, you know that song, that was a uh, big TikTok song that's on the charts that's like, begging, begging you to put your little lums around me, baby. You guys nope. know that one? Nah.
3: Oh, 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 oh. Is it a male singer? Does it, uh,
2: uh, Yeah.
3: I think I do know.
2: Um... Just let's like get hit by a, a listen to a pop song and say this just has a little, a, a little, you know, a little Bolshevik in it, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Interesting.
2: That's good. But, but that particular song is a cover of Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Ooh. Oh. Begging, begging you. To put
0: you to be. Is it the whole song or did they interpolate a little section?
2: It's like full on cover. It's weird. It's Ooh. just like they covered a song and then had a monster. When you look at the Hot 100, you don't see bands, and this band, whatever they're called, like it's like one word starts with an M. Let's say Moleskin. Um, <laughs> sure, they're it's like the means. only band on the on the on the charts, but it's all because of TikTok.
0: Man, <laughs> I'm not on TikTok, and I, I gotta be. We all gotta be. Let's be honest. Do we? That's where all the eyeballs are, Mike. You gotta be there, or you're gonna be left behind.
2: No, I'm on Periscope.
0: Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm. S- <laughs> we should get our Chet songs Roulette. on there. How do we get our songs on there? How do we become the big hit?
3: Are they on there now? I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't, Jeff, you said you're not on TikTok, so you don't know. For all you know, you finally sign up, and it's all one big Sloppy Boys love It's just fest.
0: wall-to-wall Sloppy Boys. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> okay, top story in booze news. Guess who's getting into the um, alcohol malt beverage game guys? Fresca. Oh, that makes sense. We've done this
0: shit so many times it's just like you can say whatever you want and Fresca is <laughs> maybe the least interesting thing you could have said.
2: <laughs> uh, it's a partnership between Corona Brewer Constellation Brands and Coke. Uh, they don't they didn't even say the 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 flavors yet, but you know we know that when we did the Paloma, you're allowed to use any grapefruit soda you want and Fresca is one of the popular ones. So right. and then I think Andy Cohen mixes on on uh, watch what happens live, he drinks Frequila, Fresca and tequila. Uh so like Fresco is just like, okay, you guys are doing this anyway. We're going to crank one out.
3: I wonder if Cohen's got his hand in some of this. He's a savvy businessman.
2: Cohen used our favorite term by the way, uh back uh a few weeks ago, when he he got too drunk during the New Year's Eve thing, he said he was overserved. Oh, that's
3: funny. I that. <laughs> hey, he's yeah. he's good. I thought he had a technicolor yawn. Uh, well, that's uh, that's good for them. I here's what I'll say about Fresca. I do not like Fresca.
2: Yeah, I didn't like it. The first sip of Fresca is good, and then the second sip, you start getting that sweet.
3: Now you is gotta get Fresca? yourself a Fever Tree. Yeah. Are Fresca and Squirt the same thing?
2: Um. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're two different sodas. Um, but but uh, sw- uh, attempting to be, the, uh, what, grapefruit,
3: grapefruit sodas? two different
2: grapefruit sodas. Squirt's way better. And even diet squirt is better than Fresca. Squirt. But Fresca has its weird cult following. Like, I think of it as Judge Smales in Caddyshack is like, what a Fresca? Mmm. So I always thought it was like... Um,
0: Hoity-toity?
2: You know. Or like, yeah, uh, like a, a crusty old guy drink. But I don't really think that that's what they intended. I think it was meant to be... <laughs> Um a slim supermodel drink. <laughs> and then kinda of the other booze news I had was just on, on a similar topic. Um this these are all coming from the slop heads. That one was given to me by Little Latin Lupe, and now from our buddy Dan Padley uh slophead, he said that PBR just launched a line of higher THC cannabis drinks. So so huh? PBR had like a cannabis uh, a cannabis seltzer from PBR. That was like neither did I, but it was like low. It was like five milligrams of THC and nothing. It was selling well, so they put out ten milligrams. So you're gonna get high when you drink this mango or raspberry or strawberry kiwi or pineapple. We talked about this with
3: Gabrus. I think he was telling us about this. It's like one beer is equal to like one gummy. Let's say
2: if it's yeah, ten. Where are people getting these? Um. This is an article from Thrillist, and uh, it makes it sound Thrillist. like Thrillist.
3: Hey. Boom, 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 boom.
2: Thrillist. Yep.
0: Wow, I'm seeing him. Papslabs.com.
2: <laughs> Papslabs.com. I've never actually toured the Paps Labs myself.
3: No. Is that when when uh, when Dre and um, uh, Eminem are talking about being in the lab with a pen and a pad? Is that what they're talking about? The Paps Labs?
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
3: <laughs> Trying to get this damn label off.
2: <laughs> Jesus. okay you're up to date on all the malt beverages Mike did you have some booze news
3: yes uh, mine is less news I'm introducing a new segment to booze news oh uh, mm. it's called it's called Hanford's Hobbies and I'm gonna t- every time I see it fit that I'm if I'm doing something or watching something I like or reading a book I like or I've got some new culinary excitement in the, the kitchen yeah. I will so cool. bring it up in Hanford's Hobbies so like if you're
2: adding uh, broccoli to your spaghetti or your Yeah, you're something I'm in, just into. Yeah, just so to it's get not pe-
3: like uh, booze related. So sort of like with it
2: within. could be. It could be. Okay. okay. And it's not okay. news really either.
3: No, it's just the people. Uh, you know, the Acast people wanted me to sort of.
2: Uh, oh, okay. They said you okay. gotta get your yeah. personal
3: life out there a I little can't more. They go right, over I, you know, me and
2: Jeff's heads, and they go straight to you with this shit. Yeah, they,
3: they, yeah, they said
2: it's funny. They said, you know, you're a
3: you're a charismatic guy, but you don't do anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is like a segment within a segment. Yeah. We'll have to like wrap up that thing and then wrap up booze news. Okay.
3: Uh, yeah, and I told them too. I said, yeah, well, you know the the. The Booze News movie reviews did not go over well with these guys. Some of the <laughs> listeners loved it, but these guys did not love it. And uh, they said, just try it. Just try it out. So go ahead, Jeff. You can play the theme song. Great. Okay.
0: <laughs> That's
2: nice. French
3: <laughs> <Very enjoyable. laughs> It's time for Hanford's Hobbies. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to tell you guys like, damn I meant to say this ahead of time. I got a uh, celebrity guest to do the theme
0: it was that uh, who who was that it was
3: Hank Hill oh yeah okay okay <laughs> well I mean Mike judge did it but uh he he did it in the style of Hank Hill <laughs>
2: yeah that's so yeah, cool he did
3: that's cool you did that okay here's my uh here's my first uh Hanford hobby of the week I'm not gonna do this weekly whenever I f- see it fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this first one is I'm watching the show Southside. Have you ever seen the show Southside? No. Oh, I've heard great things. I heard great things, too, and I didn't know about it. It started in 2019 on Comedy Central, the first season, and then the second season came on uh, 2021 on HBO Max. Now both seasons are HBO Max. But it is uh, – I saw Mike DiCenzo had, had tweeted about it because he used to work with the, the creators – at Fallon, and the creators are named. I want to, hold on, just get... uh, Diallo Riddle, Bashir Salahuddin, and Sultan Salahuddin are the creators, Mm -hmm. and they're all in it, in the show. But they were Fallon writers, they're just comedy writers, and it's about uh, these two friends who work at a uh, rent-to-own, sort of like uh, repo place in South uh, South Southside Chicago. It is so funny, it makes me laugh out loud. I'm laughing out loud watching this. Nice. Damn. South Side. I can't believe. I can't believe when I when I somebody was like, "Oh, there's a great show out," and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll watch it." And then I'm actually like really in love with it. See,
0: I hear good things about that show, but here's I hear good things about a lot of shows, and then I watch mm-hmm. them, and I'm like, I don't know if I trust that person anymore. But now you're telling me my boy is telling me it's good. <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean, this is a, a special segment was sort of designed around this
0: wow. show. Wow.
2: Yeah, and now Mike. Yeah. This show sounds great. I'm going to check it out. I appreciate Please the do. recommendation, but HBO Max. It's, it's, that, it's a recommendation. I don't think that y- you called this segment Hanford's Hobbies, and you're saying that mm-hmm. your new hobby is watching Southside on TV?
3: No, hobby is just like in place of like interest. I'm just trying to get the alliteration of Hanford's Hobbies. It's not like, oh, this week I'm, uh, you know, making my own fly Bird fishing house. lures. Yeah.
2: That's yeah, but yeah. If you made your own fly fishing lures, that'd be fantastic.
3: Okay, but I'm telling you, a comedy writer who loves co- laugh out loud comedy about mm-hmm. a comedy wait, wait, show. Wait, wait, wait,
2: You're talking to a an Emmy nominated comedy writer.
3: That's oh, right, two oh, time I, WGA, WGA
2: I, nominee.
3: That's I was that's the one I was good. Getting, getting
2: You're for. talking to the guy who wrote the big joke in the Obama ferns. That's right. <laughs> this is crazy. The one of
3: Zach's favorites, I'm I'm told.
2: I, and uh, and I the got guy a who who wrote blast it. from uh, from Funny or Die. This is crazy.
3: So this, this is Southside, much. watch Southside. It's super fun. It's also uh, like very low budget, so that's got some uh, fun charm to it. Maybe not very low budget, but yep. low budget. Good. Okay, that's Southside. <clears throat> now, my other uh, Hanford hobby is uh, a song I've been listening to a lot uh-huh. called Casa de Mel by Brad Goodall. Have you heard of this person?
2: No. No.
3: There's not much online about him. He put this song, uh, Casa de Mel... Out in 2017, it came up in my Spotify list, my discoveries. It's about this guy who, <laughs> he's, he's playing a little organ, you know, and he's, he's house-sitting for his friend. And it's very funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. What's his name?
3: The, the artist's Brad name? Brad Goodall. Brad Goodall. You can find him on Spotify or YouTube. Oh, Brad Goodall. Cool. He looks very like cool. a, uh, I think he's from West Virginia or something, uh, more of a southern state. But I, it looks like a, a Brooklyn hip guy.
0: Southern man.
3: That's right. Hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, that's sort of what I'm into media-wise these days. Hanford Hobbies Corner was just sort of a, a, a Hanford Hobbies
2: Corner now?
3: Oh, just, yeah, just that one time when I said it. It's not. Okay. Yeah.
2: I think what's cool, um, just an aside to Jeff here. Jeff, I think mm. it's cool when Hanford Hobbies is like, with Hanford, like you know, the guy on the he's he's jokes around in the pod. Me sometimes he makes the drinks wrong, you know. Mm-hmm. But we don't we don't really know the guy behind the guy, you know. Yeah. And yeah. now, thanks to Hanford's hobbies, I feel like I see what he's up to, what what interests him, the, the real guy, not the 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 kind of plaid uh, yeah. <laughs> facade. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, that's. I'm glad you said that, Tim. That's exactly what the Acast people said, and they were looking for you know they they like the goofball but they want to get a little deeper into him mm.
0: yeah yep i like so. seeing him with his guard down like that yeah. <laughs> yeah
3: you know yeah because i could have said these two things that i'm enjoying and you would have said y- you're a fool you're a, you know dingus Rube. yeah you're a, you're, you're a
2: maniac uh, you yeah. got to be <laughs> yeah. you, you got to be stopped yeah. you know you're, right. a bit, so you're a bit of an ignoramus yeah mm-hmm. good yes
3: so this was great. Uh, I'm going to uh, wrap up my little segment here. And then, Jeff, you can wrap up the whole segment. Uh, so uh, here it is. I'm going to wrap up uh, Hanford's, ho- Hanford's Hobbies. Bobby. So that's wrapped up. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, now wrap up Booze News.
0: Yeah. One second. I I got to get a. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's it for Booze News.
3: Nice, good. There you go.
2: I, I was just remembering because Mike, I called you an ignoramus, and I was remembering. Remember, we had an old we had an old sketch we did at UCB, and the last line. I guess this could be the last line of any sketch really, but like there was some guy in a sketch being weird, and then you were like the uh, the straight man, and then yeah. at the very end of the sketch, you were about to walk off stage, and you turn around, and turn back the guy, and go, "You're an ignoramus," <laughs> and then that was the blackout line. <laughs> and we had an idea i don't know but we were like oh man when we get a tv show we should let's end every single uh sketch with you're an ignoramus (laughs) was that hungry hungry screenwriter Mm. Hmm.
3: no no i think so i feel like i said it to chris he was sitting on a chair like in the middle of the stage
2: maybe we (laughs) were all was it we were baseball players maybe you're an ignoramus or we were cops. It was a group sketch, I'll tell you that
3: much. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't think of it.
2: Mm.
3: Well, I'm glad uh, not being able to think of your old sketch titles <laughs> is not a crime because we would be under arrest. Today we're talking about a drink called The Illegal.
2: Ooh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the Illegal. <laughs> now, this is a new era drink on the new era list on the IBA. We've jumped oh. back to the IBA. Let me tell you about this drink, first of all. There is, can you see what I'm doing with my my hand here? Goose egg. Goose egg. Goose egg amounts of information on this drink online. Uh, I was looking it up, looking, looking. It's also very difficult to, if you write illegal cocktail recipe, like the Wikipedia comes up, but then you just get a bunch of prohibition, uh, like how prohibition works stuff. And then you got to get creative, like, uh, recipe for illegal the cocktail, and then you finally <laughs> yes, you finally found out there's nothing. Uh, what my, I did find I, out I
2: hate ungoogleable. This is a thing if you if you start a band or you make a movie or anything, yeah. you learn to name things words that are googlable. But if yeah. you, if you're too generic, because you could try. Illegal drink, drink illegal cocktail, IBA. Whatever you're gonna get like a million this, things. This is yeah. too many
0: things. Also, don't name your group the Birthday Boys. You'll get a ton of Google <laughs> alerts that don't right. apply to you.
2: Yeah, you get Twitter tags just anytime anyone has a birthday. Yeah. You gotta name your band
3: Anna Managucci. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's see that's nobody knows how to spell that.
0: The guys in the band do.
3: Um, <laughs> I went up. to Yeah, I went to uh, even Jack Schram. I texted Jack Schramm and said, "You ever hear this illegal? We're doing a, we're doing it tonight on the pod." And uh, I can't find anything about. It. He said, "Never had, never heard."
2: Wow, Whoa, using the parlance of the pod.
3: Yeah. Wait, he I'm said, looking.
2: I just looked it up on Cocktail Society, and it says the unknown history. So there's like an article about it, and there. That's
3: he, what I. Yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's wait, funny to that waste the
2: time. Why? Why write an article <laughs> just to say you don't know shit?
3: The Wait, what are you on there? The Cocktail Society? Yeah, that's what I find. I'll, the, the paragraph is tiny about it. And it's basically saying there's no, uh, it's under the radar. And nobody knows anything about it. Uh, the, here, that's I'll read cool. this. The only interesting fact I discovered is that the illegal cocktail traditionally is served in clay mugs, just like the clay vessels that are also commonly used to drink Posh, an ancient Mayan spirit. Then I looked up Posh. It's spelled P-O-X. It's pronounced Posh and it is uh, uh from mexico it's uh kind of like uh, tequila and mezcal I, th- I think this is so cool
0: because it not having a history kind of invites the mind to fill it Whoa. in with like a, like a yeah. you know a real lascivious backstory and is it's a cool
2: off? name i feel like a bit of a bad boy drinking it Mm-hmm. It's a little, it
0: feels redacted, like a government document with a bunch yeah. of black.
2: Yeah. The drink they won't let you know about. Yeah. Um, um, let me just and finish. And for us, posh it's is, a real good. Posh is
3: made of corn and sugar cane, not agave like the other tequilas in Miscal. Okay, go ahead.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Posh is the, the clay mug or Posh is the. Posh, it was a drink, uh, an
3: The ancient other drink. Mayan spirit Uh, Ain'termeier liquor from the clay mug.
2: Well, I was just going to say, what attracted us to this drink, too, other than getting back on our IBA list and checking off some of the lesser known ones, I like clearing out the liquor cabinet because I've got Falernum and I've got Maraschino and I'm not using them very much. (laughs) Tim, that reminds
3: me, I I haven't discussed the recipe. Let me do that right now. I I was just going to say, let's go make the damn thing.
2: Wow, I'm glad I reminded you. Yeah, I could have been.
3: We could have been fucked okay in the illegal 30 milliliters Espadin mezcal
2: i have that exact is that a brand name because i have a little it must be i've got that must be perfect yeah
0: i've got a different kind oh perfect
3: (laughs) that that's 30 milliliters of the mezcal Uh uh-huh now 15 milliliters jamaican overproof white rum got it got it 15 milliliters falernum uh-huh. One it. bar spoon, what? Got it. I got it, man. All right. Well, I am assuming you have all these. Stop. <laughs> One bar spoon Maraschito Lasardo. Got, got it. it. <laughs> I swear, I've got three more ingredients to go here, and if you keep I will lose my mind. I'm going to hold my until the end. Yeah, me too. <laughs> 22.5 <laughs> milliliters fresh joise de lime. <laughs> got it. You got to say lime juice. <laughs> Fresh lime juice. Well, I, I'm, You know, I, I come from the whole cocktail tradition from like a French angle. You know. Yeah. It. No, yes. I know. Just for our American audience, though. And then 15 milliliters simple syrup. And here's what I don't have. Few drops of egg white. Got it. And I'm optional. saved here because it's optional. Optional. Yeah. Method. Pour all ingredients into a new shaker. Love that. Shake vigorously with ice. Strain into a chilled cocktail glass or on the rocks, Jeff. In a traditional clay or terracotta mug. Now I don't have a clay or terracotta mug. I just no. don't. No, nope. I got a um, coffee mug.
2: What's terracotta? I've got tiki mugs. You think a
3: terracotta tiki? is
0: like you know when you see uh, tiles on the roof in California? Those little scoop yeah. tiles. Yeah, that's terracotta.
3: Now, uh, Tim, look up the uh, terracotta war, terracotta warriors. It's a, uh, it's an artifact. I think out of China. It's a this emperor made a bunch of statue warriors to protect him, and he made like hundreds of them
2: yeah but you could go on and on about history all night Mike we can't we're gonna have to cut you off and bring it back to the drink
3: Um, now garnish I know you want to put all types of lemon twists and can I maybe put an olive this is not this is na that is not acceptable (laughs) <laughs> not acceptable. <laughs> yeah, in this one, that's not acceptable. If you do it, you're out of here. <laughs> you're, you're unaccepted <laughs> Inappropriate. So yeah, even the picture here though looks like it's in sort of a uh, Martini-ish type coupe glass. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, it's like a cocktail glass. I'm going. I'm going rocks. Just because I know my. I know
2: you myself. like the. Yeah,
3: you know yourself. Um,
0: Wait a okay. second.
2: What, what's what's the more common way to do it? What should I? What if I just want to do it? No, the Open mug a
3: cocktail glass.
2: No, because if if the, the traditional picture, way the... was the terracotta mug. Yeah, but you don't that's... have it. None of us have it. I know, but don't you think if you had the mug you'd be having it on the rocks? So serving it up is more of a variation. I'm going Michael. rocks glass. I don't care what you guys say.
3: But so you're going to put you're going to put rocks in there.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And hey, quick word on this white overproof rum. I searched for like, yeah, I'll get a white over overproof rum. No problem. There's got to be a million of them. Mm-hmm. I Google searched and it's only one brand. Oh.
2: Is it the one I have? I'd be, I'd be
0: astonished if we had different brands. I have this one. What do you got? Ray and Nephew.
2: Yeah, Ooh. I do have that. Nice. That's what I got. Michael? That's a good looking bottle.
3: I am doing uh, Bacardi because I couldn't find that. I, I have dark overproof rum, but... Gotcha. No, no, no. I'm no, not going to no, do that. No. no. I'm not going to do that to you. Well, I'm looking at this motherfucker. This guy, 63%
0: alcohol by volume. So this is, you know, 125 proof. Yikes. It's even got the crazy cap on it, like the safety cap.
3: I love that. Wait, what's the proof again? 125-ish. Woo! Um, Well, don't make this drink by any open flames, Jeff, and let's get to it! I'm excited. Me too. Folks, we'll see you in a jiffy. Wouldn't want to be, (laughs) huh?
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile.
0: with illegal cocktails.
2: Yeah. <laughs> bad boys. The bad boys of the podcast world.
0: Hey, what was the um the type of Mezcal? Espelin?
3: Yeah, Espelin. I had it after all. Hey. Real. And that was the brand name? Uh, Espadin. S-E-S-P-A-I-A-D-I-N.
2: Hmm. Seems like something we should know. I think
3: that's a type of
2: agave. Oh. I, I like uh, getting the egg white in here. It, this this looks fancy. It has a lot of fancy ingredients, and I like the opaqueness. It's really hard to interpret what a few drops of egg is. I yeah, I, egg white. I I pinched my fingers into a, the egg white and just kind of like dripped <laughs> some slime from my fingers. And
3: I was. And how did you do the twenty two point five milliliters of uh, what was it? Wine juice. Lime juice. I measured it, my boy. I guess
2: that's. I mean, twenty-two point five. I think what they're trying to say is three quarters of an ounce, right? Oh, I mean, no, I mean, two thirds, two thirds of an ounce. Ah. Huh? Yeah, I did. I think I did about
3: that.
0: Uh, Espadine is a type of. Um, Espadine is a type of agave or something. Great. Hmm. Not a brand.
3: Uh, the Luxardo. I gave it a good smell, and this is the bitter stuff or the ashy stuff, woodsy. That I. Hmm. It's like bark. Yeah. And uh, what did we use flernum for? We
2: was that a tiki drink,
0: zombie? Yeah, yeah okay, it's something tiki. Episode
2: two, zombie. Yeah, all right, should we do it? Yep, let's sip this thing. Well, listen to the my frothy cubes. I went on the rocks and I got my frothy. I, you know, I guy
0: went, went, uh, au natural. same here. I went up after all.
2: Those look nice, sips.
3: Mm. Mm. Oh, Ow! Complicated. Ooh,
0: Mike, why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? It's I know. the illegal.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Okay, you're getting that smoky mezcal, man. That the mezcal really—I mean, it was the most. Uh, it was one of the the bigger amounts you put in this thing, but mezcal really uh, cuts through any drink. Yeah, I was
2: really kind of hoping to get more rum and lime personally. Don't know if I love mezcal. Same. I think that I like it when I'm drinking it and want to taste it, but it really is a buzzsaw that cuts yeah. right through everything else in your drink and I'm not getting fullernum or maraschino or any of that. I have like a mm-hmm. eggy. Mine is very limey. I'm surprised yours isn't, Jeff, but I'm getting just smoky mezcal, lime and egg. It's delicious. But those other ingredients, if you're a slophead, light on the cash, skip them.
3: Yeah. 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 It really is like uh, the mescal and probably lime I'm tasting the most. Yeah, there's lime. But come on.
0: I, I was smelling it. I was like, here we go. Another tiki night for J-Man. And uh, <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> no, it's just. Well, Jeff, you have the egg in there, right?
0: Yeah, but here's the thing. It was like a few drops of egg white.
2: How do you get a few drops? I was like, <laughs> I got a big glob. Um, is it too, is it like you're eating an omelet over there?
0: No, I like it. Cause I, you know, you, you know how I like my whiskey sours, no. Tim. Globby.
2: I mean, I like this. This is like, a, it's a mezcal sour and, and any opportunity to get that egg white in there. It's just, it's nice to, it's, everyone wants to drink a drink and then feel like a weird film on their teeth, right? Cause uh, <laughs> that's what I, yeah. you want that yes. kind of squeaky. A squeaky film on your teeth.
0: Yeah, you have to like sort of just suck off each tooth.
2: But it makes me think. Anytime you make a marg, like n- not not the mixer kind, but like the the good margarita we made on here, if you could probably put a little bit of the egg white and get this,
0: dude. This I thing. bet you, I would fucking love this with just tequila instead of mezcal.
2: Mm. You don't you don't want that smokiness, huh? No, you don't like the lava. Because if if it
0: had no smokiness, I'd be able to taste the other complexities, man. <laughs> No smokies. No overproof jokes. rum plus tequila plus my favorite lime. Come on.
3: <laughs> yeah. Flurnum, always welcome. <laughs> Flurnum, I, I couldn't, I took a sniff of it, but I didn't taste it. I, I couldn't really get what it was all it's kinda about.
2: It's kind of clovey. It, it's like a sweet yeah. liqueur that's kind of clo- got a clovey quality to it. <laughs> like allspice, kind of. Yeah,
3: yeah. All right. Mm. all right. Jeff, I was, uh, your, your video was frozen before when we were showing our drinks, but. Yours looks closest to the, the IBA's look. Looks almost like a yellow bird.
2: Wait a second. The IBA had a picture? I, I think I ignored it. Yeah,
3: it's kind of like a square coupe glass. Man, I
0: came across a thread on Reddit the other day. A thread it? Just shitting on the IBA. Ooh, Slop heads or, or just bar t- normal cocktail? Normal beer. bartenders from like two years ago. People just... It's a laughing stock. What do we do?
2: Uh, cancel the pod.
3: <laughs> it is funny. Like, when you go on the site... And you've got, you know, you look at the, uh, this is just one new thing I've learned that I don't like about this thing. If you go into, let's say, I'm in new drinks, new era drinks, and I go to click on the the square of the drink, you can either click on the picture of the drink or the little tiny word under it. And if you're in the red, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't work. Why not make that whole fucking square clickable?
2: <sighs> God, I'm looking at this IBA picture and, and, and i Looked at it too quickly before, and because it's like a square cocktail glass, I thought it was a rocks glass. Mm. I would have strained. Hmm.
3: Who's the damn webmaster on this site? This
2: is, I'm liking this. Like, as far as mezcal goes, which I'm not the, I like to just like sip mezcal neat. And then a lot of times in a cocktail, the cocktails are interchangeable and they don't matter to me. But because of the mm. egg, this is like kind of my favorite mezcal cocktail I've mm. ever had.
0: I bet. Uh, I think I like this as much as I can like a mezcal cocktail. How about that? As mm-hmm. much
2: as you could like a drink that tastes like cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand why there's no history. If this is the IBA has this listed as a new era drink, so it's mm-hmm. a recent invention. So Here's the, the history should be the easiest thing to track. That
0: I, I think that the, whoever created this was being a, a little joker and was being like, "There's no origin for it, man. It's the illegal." I I think I think that's part of it is that whoever came up with this is intentionally obfuscating. You think? Yeah,
3: this person is wiping the internet clean of any type of mention. Or no, like they they just sort of precious little
0: drink. Because who else could wipe the history?
3: None but the maker itself.
2: Do you think that Jack Shram has has is abiding by the code of the bartender by saying he's never heard of it? <gasps>
3: I'll go one step further. It's, I bet it fucking is Jack
2: Shram. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Tim, man, you, <laughs> the code. you You were so close. God, it was right in front of me and I just didn't see it. This
3: is a Jack Shram drink.
2: Jackie okay, Here's what I wanted to ask you guys. Mm. Illegal is the mm. name of the cocktail. Mm. Crimes. Illegal activities? Have you guys ever break broken the law? Huh? What's the worst? What's the biggest crime you ever well, committed?
3: Certainly not going to talk about it here this in a public a forum. forum. Uh, I think
2: the statutes of limitations are up. Come on.
3: I, a, I could have been speeding down the street yesterday.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you don't have a car, so it wouldn't you, be your you fault if you
3: were.
0: Perhaps I stole it. Oh, my God. That's illegal. All right. I'll tell a story. Maybe I'll cut it. When I was a, when I was a mall kid, I Suncoast. Uh, no, yeah. Well, that's what i when I worked at the mall, this is a different story. At the mall, in New Hampshire.
3: This is just you at the mall.
0: I was with my buddy Adam, mm. and I stole from the mall a flask and went through the security gates of the store and it went
2: doop doop doop,
0: and my blood went cold. <laughs> And security came Memory
3: up. has just a to- okay. <laughs> when the
0: security came up to me and my friend, and uh, they swarmed my friend. Partially, I suspect now because he is Colombian, mm. and I am not. You're not. And that was uh, in in retrospect. That was that was the first time that I was like, "Oh, that thing they talk about—it's real." <laughs> oh, yeah. um, and I realized that, like, I could have run for it or whatever, but I reached into my pocket and I said to the security guard. Hey, guys, don't worry about it here. You know, thinking like this is no big deal. And they said, stay right here. Uh, The cops are on their way. Yikes. And uh, I could have ran and I didn't. And I maybe should have. And the cops came and I was let out in handcuffs. And I was arrested and had to do community service for shoplifting.
3: Damn, Damn, dude. this This is in high school?
0: This was senior year of high school, or like right before college, and I remember thinking Oof. like it was going to jeopardize my college shit, and like oh, yeah. it was stupid and you, just something you do when you're a teenager for cheap thrills in New Hampshire. And uh, had I not been a white dude, yeah, I probably would have. I probably would have had to deal with some actual consequences. But what, what happened know, to your friend? You no, know, he was just uh, he he wasn't a part of it. I guess he was an accomplice if you really think about oh, it. Oh, oh, he
3: didn't. I see, I see. He okay. didn't. He did nothing.
0: That that was the thing that gotcha. was uh, shocking to me.
2: I I thought the only time that you were arrested and carted away was uh, slope day at Ithaca when they when you stepped off of the lawn. And we've seen pictures of you being led away by the police. That's
3: a good pick. Yeah. Um. That was not an arrest, though, was it?
2: Mm, no. Didn't they sit you down in the electric chair?
0: Yeah, they, they made an example of me, but they threw me in like the, you know, the paddy wagon with all the other ne'er-do-wells. I had that feeling the other day. I was, uh... I can say paddy wagon, by the way. I'm Irish. Keep going, Mike.
3: Uh, oh, oh, that's what that... Okay. Hmm. Um, oh, the stealing thing. Yeah, I was in a store the other day and I was like, by like the candy area, I was like, I could... It, would it How hard would it be to put this in my pocket and leave? And then I just kept thinking like, what... A stupid thing that would be if I did that and got caught. I'd have to be like, oh, Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't even really want candy, but I could. Yeah. Uh, and I could pay for it. Sorry. It's all fun and games until you hear that doop, doop, doop. Yeah. <laughs> I also feel like uh, there's more security, better security cameras and stuff these days. Mm, probably, mm. yeah. Nabby. Well, everything's digital. Yeah, well. Timothy,
0: your greatest crime?
2: Oh, I don't, uh, well, ooh, it's not a problem. I don't know if it's my greatest crime, but you know which one I just was thinking of because I was cracking my egg for my drink. Um, I remembered a stupid move I made where I was a kid and it was Halloween and me and my friends were going out bombing. So we had toilet paper and uh, mm. eggs uh, and shaving cream. And we did the thing where you, you you put a pin into the shaving cream thing, and then you hold a lighter underneath it. And you melt the shaving cream spout so that it's really thin, so that it'll huh? shoot shaving cream farther because it'll a small. You want a smaller hole, so it'll <laughs> spray. Crazy. Anyway, in the middle of one of those, uh, I'm in Shokan, New York, being a little bad boy, and then me and my friend, I've got like a bunch of, you know, paraphernalia. Uh, for for sh- the shaving room and stuff. Anyway, I have got two eggs in my back pockets, one egg on each cheek in jean pockets, and then <laughs> this is not this is not me even getting in trouble. This is just a cop sees me and my friends and stops. I was like, "Hey, you guys, uh, what are you doing?" And then he he gets out and comes and starts talking to us. And I was like, "Oh man, I got two eggs in the back in my back pockets. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't want this guy to like if he searches me." He'll feel these eggs if he frisk me. He'll feel these eggs in my back (laughs) pockets. So instead of like pulling them out of my pockets and throwing them into the woods or something, I reach back with two hands and I slap my butt (laughs) jeans with my two hands, smashing the eggs inside my jeans pockets. I don't know why I did you it. You panicked. So then you panicked. The, the cop never frisked me. He was like, what are you guys doing? We're like, nothing. Uh, again, probably white privilege. He was like, okay, have a good night. And, uh, yeah. and then I'm left there with egg dripping down my BVDs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, uh, the, I used to do a little Halloween bombing myself, Tim. And uh, Michael. I some some time with a friend. We were kind of wearing dark or camouflage. You know, black clothing, that type of, don't want to be seen. And uh, some older kids that my friends knew from school, we went to different schools, they were like, oh, yeah, hey, how's it going? And they were like, oh, what do you got there? And they were like, yeah, these are our eggs. And they took our eggs and then <laughs> threw them at us as we ran away.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yep. I was like, I don't think these guys are our friends. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't making omelets with those things, yo. <sighs> I'm ready to grade, Jefferson. To grade? Oh my god. Mm-hmm. We haven't even done segment
2: 3. I find that degrading.
3: Oh yeah. I'm well, I'm getting a little drunk. I'm, I don't know what's going
2: on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know what? It could be it could be the booze in the drink. Probably.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. All right, let's go to wait. Let's go to break and then we'll come back and we'll rank.
2: Love it. Folks, we'll be right back.
1: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
3: We're back with our final thoughts on the illegal. I like it. I uh it was a very big shocking uh tart smoky taste to begin with but I do enjoy it. And I'll tell you what. I would order this at a bar. Yeah. Me too. I would order this at a bar. I don't know if I get a second <laughs> one. Like like I said, I'm I'm already uh pretty drunk. Like this is a pretty heavy drink, I think. Yeah,
2: I mean that rum to just add that when there's already a normal amount of uh mezcal. This this is I, don't you feel, have that feeling of the fact that you're in your home, but you're drinking this and it really feels like a professional cocktail, huh?
3: Yeah. yeah there's, there's a lot it of does. Weird, I feel like mezcal does that, but it's a lot of weird flavors going on in a good way. Yep.
2: Very good. All that lime. It's, it's, it, it's, it's a
0: lot of lime juice and the over, overproof. It, it mm. smells great. It's really, uh, it smells better than taste, will tell you that. Yeah.
2: Yep. I love it. I would order it again. I think there's a certain magic that happens when lime meets egg. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's the best mezcal cocktail i've ever had maybe i'm a master mixologist i don't know Ooh, nice
3: i haven't had much mezcal only on this show
2: i had um i did a tasting in mexico i think i told you guys that one of them was made with like rotten chicken breast in yes. it yes and that mm-hmm. was kind of oh, had yeah. a funkier stank to it but they're all they all do kind of taste like cigarettes yeah but but slop heads listening definitely skip the flernum and skip the maraschino you're not tasting no it no
0: don't do that slopheads. <laughs> do not do that Jeez, uh, I take it back I like all the I like all the little bits and bobs yeah it takes an extra fucking 10 minutes to make but uh get that egg white get that maraschino get that do it all but, but you know maybe experiment with tequila instead of a smoky
2: mezcal I,
0: I like this but mm, yeah you know mezcal's never gonna be my fave and uh it's an order again but it's maybe a begrudging order again
2: now, Jeff, would you say, would we all say that of the major spirits, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, whiskey, vodka, rum, so-and-so, is Mezcal <laughs> our very least favorite?
0: Like, what, what would rank worse? I can't imagine. A, like,
2: it's just really I, not versatile, right? It's just this one taste. And if you yeah. like that taste, you like it. But if you don't like that taste, you know, I, I do like it. I do want to drink it sometimes. But it's, it's not like you can dress it up or dress it down. Like,
0: it's, it's better than Malort and Jägermeister. Oh. And those aren't major spirits. <laughs>
2: It's better yeah, than the word a major. famously hated. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know, we haven't done a vodka drink in a while, have we?
2: We did too many mm. over the summer, so we chilled out on them. Mm.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I haven't had vodka in a long time. That's, that's one I kind of steer away from. Yeah. Not that I don't like it, I just don't, uh, it doesn't really do me any favors.
0: You know what I got hanging out in the freezer, Mike, is a little Absolute Citrone for my Ooh, textbook
3: cosmos. cosmos. Oh, Nice. That's good. You know what I had in my freezer yesterday? It was a Charleston chew. Didn't last long.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Boy, the nougat really changes when you put it in the freezer. You know, you can shatter it. it. Wow. It it really
3: does. It was fantastic.
2: Um, Michael, I got a vodka tip for you. Here's what I was doing Uh, over the holidays. I said to myself, Mm. Tim, (laughs) holiday time coming. You're going to want to drink a lot of these holiday cocktails that are very fattening, you know, your, egg, mm. your spiked eggnogs and your Tom and Jerry's and your, your peppermint rum chattas and all that. Cookies, the so candy I, said, gains. I had a little talk with myself in the mirror and I said, mm. Timmy, remember you, this trick you learned? Bring it back where you have your a vodka on the rocks, but you put a little beet horseradish in it. That's right. Huh? Purple... Horseradish. It's wow. made with beets and horseradish. It, this is this is a kind of wow. a kind of a Russian trick to look up, put a little bit of horseradish, and I was. I mean, it's kind of like a,
3: a a Bloody Mary, I guess.
2: It had that kind of twang to it, and then I I was doing pickle juice in my vodka rocks, and I was doing wow. drip. You could drip some juice from from sauerkraut or pickled tomatoes or any any kind of salty. So you're you're spicing up a you're
0: spicing up a vodka with some fermented stank.
2: Yeah, because I love that stanky stuff, and I want to drink it. And it was it's it's wintry. It's very nice in the winter. So I said this will be my thing around the holidays, and I had a blast. So with it.
0: Tim, you, you, for the horseradish, you're putting in like you got little flakes of horseradish floating around in there, huh?
2: No, here's what I do. You're supposed to infuse it, which takes time. I I press a, a spoon down in the jar. Uh-huh. so that I don't get any of the coarse stuff. Just, just the, juice.
3: the juice, just the drips. Is that why you, when you came to town, you dragged me over to a, a pierogi place and we had sauerkraut and goulash in the afternoon?
2: That probably is why I had Veselka on the brain. <laughs> and what did I drink no, I there? That is. I went non-alcoholic and had a cherry lime Ricky. Remember that?
3: Yeah, I do remember that. that was fun. I can't, I don't think I tasted it. I, I meant to ask you, and then I said, eh, with COVID, we can yeah, we'll drink this one time.
2: I think it was it was like a Sprite and grenadine, you know, good. Ooh, grenadine.
3: You know what I think I might make next? What? What? A classic dirty gin martini.
0: A classic Ooh. dirty gin martini.
3: Ooh.
2: Hey, speaking of dirty, um, somebody sent me, and I want to say it was a slophead that we know, a drink called the dirty Shirley. Which I thought was very funny, where it was a Shirley Temple with vodka in it. <laughs> and that's kind of funny. To take huh. the most famous mocktail and then turn it into a cocktail. Sounds <laughs> pretty good. Oh,
3: I wanted to bring this up. Oh, Thanks for reminding me, Tim. You're welcome. Uh, when I was looking for the illegal, mm. I kept seeing uh, the scofflaw kept coming up a bunch, which is oh, yeah. uh, a more of a whiskey drink.
2: He takes a whiskey drink? I, fu-
3: <laughs> I found... <clears throat> Uh, something called, a little article called The Five Strongest Cocktails in the World Ooh You've, you've got, Dow just, I'll read the titles And then just read, read em. the first one Death yeah. in the Afternoon is number five <laughs> uh, Jungle Juice is so number yeah. four sure. The Zombie, number three We've done that Whoa. Sazerac is number two Ooh. Whoa, And number one was an Aunt Roberta I'll read the little blurb here Never heard of it Created by a 1900 prostitute <clears throat> 1900s prostitute uh, in Alabama, this is a widely considered the deadliest cocktail in the world. It is made of 100%, it was made 100% with alcohol and no mixers, in equal parts gin, vodka, brandy, blackberry liquor, and absinthe.
0: Let's do wow, it. Wow, we're doing it. That sounds good. Episode yeah. 100.
2: It's like a Long Island iced tea, kind of. Yeah. All that shit all together. Hooey.
0: That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock the Sloppy Boys blowout, our weekly bonus episode, and questions for Lennon, our monthly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys.
2: And for everyone who thinks that Tim can't write a good organ counter melody, (laughs) listen to this.